everybody. Welcome back to Dads with Swords with uh, Brian and Krista today. We are recording from the car. Yeah, um, so hopefully this audio is okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we can actually use it. Otherwise, you might never hear this. Yeah, it, this, this might just be for us. Um, but today is my birthday. So happy birthday to me. Yeah. Yeah. I am the big three zero. Finally made it. 30 as fuck. 30 as fuck. I can actually start saying that now and it not be a lie. Um, but yeah, 30 today, and we decided to um, take the day together as a family. Caleb's in the back seat, hopefully falling asleep. And what are we doing today? What do you think we're doing today? What is the whole world doing today? As of how many days has it been now? Like five. Five days since Pokemon Go has been released into the world. So we are going into town today to get some Pokemon. Get some gear. We got our snacks. Uh, Brian got us some mini donuts and vanilla coke because it's my favorite. We got some pork tenderloin, and yeah, yeah we got our phones charged. Uh, we have the portable um, packs, like the battery packs you can buy, power packs, um, so we don't uh, kill our batteries because this app it really is a battery drain. Like, We're as prepared as possible. Yeah. Um, so we've been playing Pokemon for five days now, I think. And it feels like I've been playing it this game forever because I think we have been playing this game forever. Well, yeah, it's been, I don't know, 16, 17 years, something stupid like that since yeah. the first Pokemon game came out. Yeah. It's pretty much our dreams have are finally been realized. Um, so for the full trip narration, we're now pulling over to Gilmore's Meats, which is uh, one of our first Pokestops mm-hmm. on this journey. Uh, Gilmore's Meats is on Highway 38, um, north of Kingston. It's a great place for food. And Big time. We come here a lot, and I think that we're locals now. They know us. Um, I guess that's a good thing. I mean, we do spend a lot of money here on bacon and other various things. So uh, we're stopping here. The Poke Stop's opening. I'm spinning. I'm spinning. I'm getting ugh, a ball. One. <laughs> kidding me? So if you're unfamiliar with this game, I mean, it's it's Pokemon, there's Pokemon, and they're pocket monsters, and you catch them in balls and put the balls in your pocket, and you make them fight each other. It's if, awful ethically, but it's it's good fun. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not familiar with this game, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Like, there's, there's been a lot of um, interesting things said about this game. Yeah, so I mean, basically the way this game works is it's all GPS-based, so you have to go to real locations to find Pokemon, and then in, I guess, uh, popular spots or, like, iconic spots, uh, they have these Pokestops set up, and you go to them, you get a bunch of free items. Yeah. So it's neat because it's, you know, it's still a video game, it's still very much a Pokemon video game, but you just kind of go in places, you're out in the real world. Yeah, so the way Pokemon has started, like, uh, the first game is you're a little character in the game, and you start your Pokemon journey, so you're leaving your house for the first time um, by yourself, and you start your journey across the world to catch all these Pokemon and become a world-class Pokemon trainer. And that's literally what we're doing right now. Like, it, we left the house to do this. We can't do this at home. I mean, we can, but there's not as many in our area as there are in Kingston, so... Um, I think, like, there's a lot of flack with this game 
from a lot of people who just don't feel that it's appropriate for adults to play or they don't have time for it. And I mean, to those people, I say, fuck off. Yeah, like, let us, en- let us enjoy our thing. You know what? You know what doesn't get you out of the house sitting and watching hockey? Yeah. So, or the Olympics or whatever sports ball game that you're into. Like, you have your thing, we have our thing. You know, just let us, let's, let's enjoy our things. You know, the world is painful and hard to live in, so just let us have this one thing. Let us have our Pokemon. Um, I haven't caught anything interesting lately. I caught a Ghastly today, um, and I got it on the first try, which is nice, but as far as rare goes, nothing really cool yet. It's just first generation, uh, first gen, best gen. In my yeah. opinion, first gen, best gen, um, right now. So anyone out there who's listening and who's playing Pokemon Go, you should know that the official Pokemon Go team of Dads with Swords is Team Mystic. Yeah, Team Mystic. It's the official team. We picked and, it because we like the color blue. We do, and also you get Articuno badge or the Articuno yeah um, logo, logo which is badass, badass. But um, you can't change teams once you pick your team. That's your team. As far as I know, there's really not a lot of um, customization after you set up your account. Um, so you really got to, you know, be wise about what you're going to name yourself. What I do like is that you can change the names of your Pokemon and then you can change it again. So you don't have to be stuck with a nickname forever like you are in the game with the Nintendo Game Boy and DS versions, yeah. which I hate. I it drives me nuts. Like when you're trading with someone and they fucking name their Pokemon something stupid, or it's a a Japanese trade and it's the characters. And I'm like, I can't read that shit. Yeah, nothing against it. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Well, it's kind of. A, I mean, the one bummer that I've had today is that I discovered that even though you can come up with really cool nicknames for your Pokemon, I guess because they didn't want to deal with doing a profanity filter, like you can you can name your Pokemon whatever you want. The solution was instead that only you see the nickname, so you never see the other nicknames. And that's cool, except I went out and I got a bunch of people on the internet to agree to change the names of their Pokemon in the gyms to say things like, Happy Birthday and Hi Krista, and I don't know if any of them have done it because we won't be able to see them. Yeah, that's the sweetest, most romantic gesture ever. And I kind of teared up a little when you said that. It was very, very sweet. Um, yeah, so this is a fun game. Um, basically it's geocaching and I, I never understood geocaching until Pokemon Go was real. Like, oh, I get it now. I know what geocaching is. So it was very unclear what you're really supposed to do. Um, but instead of, you know, finding a physical object in the real world, you're just catching virtual objects in the augmented reality. Um. And I don't use the, there's an augmented reality feature in the game where uh, you turn the camera switch and it's showing you a picture of like the street and the Pokemon sitting on the street or wherever. And I don't use it a lot because it kind of makes me feel a little dizzy. It's weird too because it's a really cool feature. It's neat to like see the Pokemon flying around in front of you. Uh, And you can also take pictures of them when they're like that too. So it kind of takes a little screenshot, which is cool. But it makes the game like 50% harder at least. Yeah. Because now when you move your phone around, your target's always moving. So 
yeah, it just makes it really difficult to try to actually aim, especially if you're walking, if you're on the go. Yeah. So you end up being this weird person who walks like five steps and then stops dead to try to catch the Pokemon and then walks five steps and stops. Well, it's interesting for me, like, I'm currently uh, working in telecommunications. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to disclose who I work with and for. Um, people who know me know. The corporation. The corporation. Um, Wayland, you tell me. So, I, you know, I'm in the mall every day, and I, I work with uh, every, you know, we're on the mall, so we all hang out. And um, dealing with customers coming up to me and saying, oh, my... Uh, you know, GPS isn't working and it's young people. And I just, I don't even have to think about this. I just say, are you playing Pokemon? And they're like, yes. I'm like, let me see your phone. And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay, I know that it's your phone. Like your phone is too old or, you know, it's not your phone. It's the GPS. Like it's been screwy today. Or, um, you know, I can show them like, look, I'm having server issues as well. So like, don't, don't panic. It's okay. Um, and it's cool. It's definitely like, the great divider and the great equalizer yeah. because there are some people that are like in my workplace that are just like, Oh, it's for babies. Like, Oh, I'm too cool. I'm too busy. I don't have time for that. I'm like, make the time. It's fun. It's a fun little game. It takes seconds, seconds. But for me, it's, it takes hours. I don't know if we'll ever be able to convert Brand to play or not. I don't think so. But there is a gym right in the park where we have our longsword class. So, I mean, could just claim that for Ironwood. Yeah. But I need your help, Brant. I know you're going to listen to this podcast. We'll talk this weekend. We're going to convince you to join. Peer, peer pressure. Yeah. It is a slippery slope, though, but it's the perfect game for me because with, when I like to play Pokemon, I like the catching and collecting. I love having, like, lots of guys, and I like completing the decks. I'm a completionist, I guess. Um, as far as battling goes, I'm not the best. Like, I don't it's just not it's not conventional Pokemon like you don't have the same um, like you don't fight Pokemon when you when you meet them you're just there to catch them so you're not trying to level up your your guys the only way you can level up your guys is if you give them um, candy. candy that's made of dead Pokemon <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ryan calls it grinding to candy so when you catch one and you don't need them you send, you transfer it back to the professor, and the professor gives you a candy. Yeah, one Pokemon, one candy. Coincidence? I think yeah. not. Either that, or you also get candy when you catch them. So maybe it's just their poop. That's <laughs> true. I mean, the candy is in the color of the Pokemon. Yeah, it's pretty so suspicious. It's very suspicious. But you know what? Who cares? Like, it's yeah, candy. Fuck them. We put them in balls and make them fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been fun. Like, um, I think it's really neat just how much of a social aspect of the game there is, too. Hmm. Because it's all happening out in the real world. Like, I've had a couple of times where I'd be walking across a park, and I'm walking towards one of these Pokestops, and someone's put a thing in it called a lure module. So these are items that you get for free at certain levels, but you can also buy them with real money. Um, but it's a cool real-world buy, because when you put the lure module into the Pokestop, it makes Pokemon come around that area for 30 minutes and anybody can catch them. Yeah. So when people put them down, all of a sudden there's, you know, con congregations of people in the park. Um, so I remember walking towards one of these Pokestops and there's you know, six or seven people walking towards me. And then all of a sudden someone calls out from the left, oh, look, it's more of us. And 
there's probably a dozen people all standing around. And I don't do well with strangers normally, but having the immediate common ground, I don't know, I'm more sociable than I've been in a long time because of this game, so that's cool. It is nice to have that common ground, you know, you're all talking the same language. Yeah. And, um, you know, that bleeds into sports and HEMA and and anything that you're you're interested in. And if, if you find that stranger or that friend that you just never knew that was into it, you know, you just you find out that maybe I know this person a little bit better. Maybe they can know me a little bit better. Um, you know, the world is in such a lonely place. Yeah. With all the shit that's going on in the world as it is now. Sometimes it's, you just gotta separate yourself from it for a little bit. Yeah. It's okay. Now, that being said, if you're playing Pokemon Go or, you know, playing whatever game or it doesn't really matter, whatever your escape is you're doing it so much that you're losing track of the real world and, you know, missing work and stuff like that. That's pushing it a little bit too far. And don't worry, we've all been there. Oh, yeah. We'll be there again, but... Yeah. Um, another thing that's coming out for this game is, you know, the reminders of, like, don't drive and be on your phone and watch where you're going and um, practice, like, safety precautions. Like, there are stories of people getting robbed at lower stops and yeah, you'll know yeah. that right now. Cressida is holding my phone, and I'm just talking while keeping my eyes firmly locked on the road. Yeah. Um, Only Krista will be catching Pokemon while we're driving. I, I found it. I found it really funny. Uh, one of my favorite Facebook groups to follow our pages is the Kingston Police um, page. Yeah. Just because every day is like, oh, Kingston. You know, there's always some crazy story of some arrest and shit. Uh, but they did post something about um, that, uh, yeah, this Pokemon game is the new geocaching and everyone is to enjoy it, but to, they're cautioning against trespassing, you know, not to trespass into people's properties or even the police station. Like people, I guess someone tried to trespass on the police station um, in the middle of the night to catch something and they, they got a little talking to So yeah. I guess, you know... Don't be doing stuff like that because the police have better things to do than to be catching you crawling on someone's roof. To catch a Pokemon that, I mean, you'll find again later. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. But, like, come on. Come on, guys. Unless it's a Mew, I mean. Or a Pikachu. Well. No. I, I don't know. I don't know. Just, just don't, don't cause trouble if you can avoid it. Just don't. Like that golden rule, don't get caught. Yeah, don't get caught. Do it. <laughs> you really have to do it. Do Just it. Be sneaky about it. Do it better. <laughs> do it better. Um, right, right now we're coming into Kingston. We're off 38, heading onto the 401 ramp. Getting ready to take down our first gym of the day. Yeah, the mall, the Kataraki, Kataraki Mall. Um, yesterday was a Snorlax that was holding the gym down before I left. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, and there is actually a huge, I find it's a big Team Yellow presence in Kingston now. Really? Maybe yeah. in the West End. Downtown, we don't see as much of it. Blue seems to be the, the dominant force a lot of the days. Yeah, I, I met some Team uh, Team Valor people at, at work. So yeah. It's like I mean, it's spitting only, on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been a little while um, since the game's been out, and I think that Blue just got some really early traction, like the... Kingston subreddit, you know, kind of put it out, and yeah, it seems to be a little bit more of an organized uh, team, I guess. 
But I think that's all destined to change because at the end of the day, it's three colors. It's three primary colors, <laughs> and people are going to pick their favorite color. Yeah. And that's what we did. Yeah. Um, what I like about this game and Nintendo, you know, they do have a very uh, a good hold on bully, the bully system, and mm-hmm. trying not to give people, you know, a chance. Um, there's no, like, opportunities for hurt feelings, I think, when the gyms were taken over because you're not directly battling someone you're just going in after they do yeah you just kind of battle their pokemon yeah. and ais yeah and like i and think you can always like you can go back immediately and take your gym back and yeah. yes and it's so fast like i mean the mall there's more i think there's more of a chance for time to pass we're downtown you know there's so many people down there and it's all, like stuff's happening all the time that you you can take a gym and then a minute later, it's gone. Yep. And then a second later, it's gone again. Like, yep. it just goes and goes. So, um, it's crazy. I work downtown, so every now and then I'll glance at my phone and I'll see, like, oh, my God, there's four gyms under attack right now. But I'm at work, so yeah, I can't do anything. I mean, I'm not supposed to be playing at work, but, oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. My boss isn't listening to this, hopefully. If you are... Hey, hey. Um, right now we're in almost at the Invista Center, which is a stop. But you have to. I stopped here last night on my way home from work, and you have to drive up to the door um, to get oh, really? closer. Yeah, it was annoying. So. Well, that's okay. We can do that maybe on the way downtown. Or yeah. Something. Well, downtown is better. Um, I guess this, like you said before, um, we were talking about this game. It's based off the information collected from Ingress. Yeah, it was the the team that made this Niantic or Niantic or I don't know how to pronounce their company name. They uh, they had another GPS based game called Ingress that I guess was really popular. I actually never heard of it until Pokemon Go was mm-hmm. coming out, but it's not like I was you know, right on the bleeding edge of that type of stuff. So anyway, uh, Ingress was a game similar to this, but I think a lot of it uh, was determined by the users themselves. Like it was something like they could build forts at certain places and then fortify them or portals or I don't know. I don't really understand the game to be fair. But the point is they got all of this amazing geolocation data from that game and got to apply it to Pokemon. So all the, you know, Pokestops are places that these Ingress players determined were popular. So when you have a populated area like a downtown core, obviously there's going to be tons of stuff there. Whereas... At where we live, not as much. Probably yeah. not as many players out in Verona. No. I mean, we keep taking the gym back from probably these children. Poor little kids. We're ruining their lives. Hey, don't hate the player. <laughs> hate the game. Um, oh, wait. I think it's interesting that most of the Pokestops I see out where we live are churches. Because there are a lot of churches where, you know, in the country, yeah. a church for everybody. Well, I mean, if if I make assumptions about the way Ingress was played, I would I would have to guess that it probably just you wanted to pick spots that were easy to see from a distance or that people knew about. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, like a church. I mean, they're always the steeple always sticks up higher than other buildings in the area. Or the post office. You know, everyone needs to get their mail. Yeah. Um, in where I work, there's very there's one. Yeah. And it's the library, and you can actually get to it. Um, Inside the mall, which is nice. You don't have to leave. That's good. And the, the other one is the park across from the library, and it's too far. Yeah. I was hoping there'd be, a, like, one at least uh, 
the plaza, the pizza place. Yeah, again, though, I think it's, like, it has to be really big landmarks. Like, even downtown, a lot of it is, like, statues and plaques and murals. Like, the kind of stuff that people go, oh, yeah, 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 that place. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't imagine, um, you know, a place like Toronto or Ottawa, they must be just crazy with stops. I know. Yeah. we got to take a road trip sometime. Yeah. It's just funny, like, I, you know, we've been using cell phones for years now. It feels like it. And this is the first time I care. Well, this is the first mobile game that's really, like, captivated my imagination. Like, I I play a few games here and there, but I get sick of them after a while. Like, you know, everybody played Angry Birds when it came out. That was, like, the first big phone game. And then um, I played Candy Crush forever until I couldn't beat it. Yeah. I hate it. And then until it was a a game that was linked to Facebook, I just, I don't like that. I pretty much stopped at Angry Birds, and then I even tried when I was on parental leave. I thought, oh, I'll try reinstalling Angry Birds and, like, Angry Birds 2 or whatever, one of the sequels, and I just, it was not good. Yeah. And I was done. So far, this game doesn't generate ads, and yeah. I really hope that they stick with that. Honestly, I mean, the, the game as it is so far, I'm going to give them some money for it like the, yeah, some of the too. items to buy are, are cool and like I said they're kind of because uh, you get to benefit everybody you feel a little bit more justified in spending a dollar thirty seven for half an hour of fun because it's not your half hour of fun it's like 30 people's half hour yeah. of fun so it feels really worthwhile and I hope that they make enough money with their current model that they don't feel the need to change it and make it a you know one of those games where you gotta pay or you can't play at all yeah but I mean like for me um, thinking about this game, like a slippery slope, you know, you get really caught up in it, and then, you know, what's a dollar here, and what's five dollars there, yep. and then what's twenty dollars, and then you're just, like, pumping money into this game. But you know what? If you enjoy it, and you have the money, I guess who cares? You're not really hurting anyone but yourself. Yeah. Uh, I know there's people that purchase... Just pay rent first. Yeah, pay your rent first. Get Make sure you got food. Make sure you feed yourself. You know, you're feeding yourself good food, and not just candy. You know? Candy's pretty good, though. It is if good. If Pokemon's taught us anything, it's that candy makes you stronger <laughs> yeah. and sometimes makes you evolve. Yeah, just make sure you, t- you take care of yourself. I mean, dads with swords, we like to talk about uh, He-Man, swords, and, and sports, but we also want to talk about health and, um, you know, mental well-being and taking care of yourself in as a millennial. You know, all the millennials are given flack about, you know, we don't know how to work, we don't know how to take care of ourselves, we don't know how, we don't know the value of a dollar, we're too scared to do anything about it. And, you know, maybe you're right, but also maybe piss off for a second and just look around. Like, it's hard. It's hard when, you know, you're basically you against the world. So, just take care of yourself if you can. Yeah. Well, we're, uh, coming up to our first stop here and I think that's probably a good place to end the recording so we will see you next week hopefully with Grant where we discuss our first foray or maybe not first but one of our recent and limited forays into Italian Longsword we'll talk a little bit about that other than that if you're playing Pokemon Go Team Mystic Team Mystic, yeah, get out shout out at us and we'll point you in the direction of Team Facebook pages and take all the <laughs> gems and All those things. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week.